I'd like to shout out Blue Couch Studios for having us, letting us record a podcast in here. It's pretty great. And today we got another comedian, local comedian. He hosts The Cellar Dweller. He's on the road every weekend. An inspiration, a father to many. And uh, that's all I got for that. So we got uh, Cepeda Cheeks in the building. What's up, my friend? Ah, the crowd goes crazy. Ah, make us laugh. Ah. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, man. Thank What's you, up? Nothing much, man. How are you? How I'm good. You? I'm a little pissed off, bro. Traffic had me heated on the way here, bro. Traffic? Where at? On BA, right off the, oh, yeah. right off the highway. Oh, yeah. You ever be late to somewhere and then hit traffic? At that point, I just embrace it. I'd slow down. Mm-hmm. I'm already late, so I might as well I don't, bro. Chill I, had, out. I had the most, the angriest... Uh, Snapchat story I've ever posted in my life Cussing, screaming Just road raging the Road raging big time There's nobody even in front of me bro I had to get around everybody and Just mad at oxygen Yeah truthfully Truthfully It'd be like that someday Mad at the air It'd be like that some days It do bro So you 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 like probably the coolest Calmest guy we had on the podcast so far Yeah man I'm, I'm just where you, where you get the composure from You know on, you, I see it on stage I used to be a hothead I think And mm-hmm. then I just didn't like, you know, I used to be real, it comes out, you know, but uh, I just, I just, I'm getting older, I think, mm. I think that's what it is. So I yeah, I'm 26 now, I think my frontal lobe cortex thing just finished developing. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's just like, hey man, slow down. I was like, you're right, so. Dude, this thing is right in my face, bro. <laughs> Do you see this shit? I'm trying to look over at you and this thing's like blocking half of everything, bro. <laughs> Hold on, maybe I can raise up a little. Right. This is what I get for being late to my own podcast. Hey, all the stars show up late, fashionably late. Yeah, yeah, fashionably, fashionably. I like the all blackout. You know, kind of remind me of that little that little Marcus Saputo look. Kind of. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, this is definitely my weekend chill. Uh-huh. Cause after this, I'm going. I'm going to take another nap. Yeah. I'm going to watch some. Some I watched The Last of Us earlier, and I, I brought me to tears. No more. kidding. You seen? Have you watched it? Mm-mm. Oh my god! I played the game. You played on the, the game. Yeah. Remember, um, the uh, the black kid and his teenage. I mean, not the teenage black guy and like his younger brother. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Oh, I can't. I don't, I can't, I don't know his name. Uh, dang, what was his name? Now I forgot too. But remember, his little brother was deaf. Yeah. But uh, and you remember what happened to them in the game? Hardly, but. We don't kind well, of yeah yeah. Basically, up? he had to pop up like he got turned into a zombie. Okay, and he had to pop his brother. There we go. And then like he was like, oh my god, and then you know, he just He's like, oh my god, and then he psh, you know, it took himself out too. Yeah, man, that bummed me like that whole scene. It bummed me out so much. I had to watch like Adventure Time to live. <laughs> it's like lift my spirits back yeah. up. I had to watch something positive or something. Regular show. Yeah, I watched. I watched regular. I watched the episode where. uh they had to get dates, or they had to pay for the other girls' dates. Oh yeah, and they showed up with some swole dudes. Like you got to pay for our dates too. <laughs> He's like, what? The <laughs> Mordecai wow. was a dog. He was a simp, bro. I should have watched more of that show. I never watched much. Oh, that's show. a ten out of ten show. Yeah, man. that is. When that came out, I was still watching like Wow Wow Wubsy, and then like Dora oh, yeah. the Explorer. How old are you? Twenty flat. Twenty flat. Damn. Yeah, you are a little younger than. Yeah, you. I'm a little younger, dude. Yeah, I, so I guess that also, that would be a I was I never watched Wild Wild Wimsy. Oh, that's the, the the stupidest show. That's a little yellow bear. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was okay. I think I matured slowly, bro. I was probably like ten or eleven, and I still was like, yeah, I'm gonna watch some Wild Wild Wimsy and just sit here and listen to them make noises. I feel you. Honestly, yeah, that's all it was. He's like, wow. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, every right, scene. Bro. Every scene, bro. I remember different. one episode had like Beyonce on it. Uh huh. And I remember, like, you know, everybody just loves Beyonce. Like, I'm watching the show now because Beyonce. I was like, okay. Beyonce comes on stage. Wow. Wow. Beyonce's <laughs> here. Uh, that's actually, type of bag I'm trying to get. Like, that's kind. Of, what do you mean? Like, because I'm in school for writing now. But when I get my degree and stuff, if I could get like a TV show, mm. the, the kids' TV show market, you can make so much money. Oh yeah. Off of just like marketing, like just cartoons stuff. You get like a Coco Melon, bro. It's crack to these kids, <laughs> dude. That's insane. Coco Melon the bag on Coco Melon is got being like the billions. 
huge. And yeah. then like they went from just YouTube, and now they got go to Walmart. They got like fifty dollar giant cocoa melon whatever oh, toys, like stuffed animals and stuff. Yeah, and then you know of course like parties and like them little decorations. They they're making millions to billions. Bro, they had like to be fair, they had PewDiePie almost marketing cocoa melon a tad bit. For the longest, it probably threw him a bag. And he yeah, was like, his intro was Coco Melon intro, so they had they probably did throw him a bag. Listen, it's a lot of money in this promotion. It's the, mm-hmm. Listen, it's a new world we're living in. This twenty twenty three, I ain't ready, bro. I'm not either, but I we got to get ready, dude. I just sent an email to my teacher uh-huh. using Chat GB. I've been AI. using that too, bro. She literally excused me for the rest of the school year. Said just turn in your assignments on time because that's how good the email was. Yeah, I did that to make a uh, a title, or a caption for like this thing I was putting on LinkedIn. Yeah, and I was just like Chad GB to give me a good fucking title. <laughs> you can put in the stupidest shit. Uh, I need uh, email. I was late. Uh, I don't want to go back to squ- class. And end up like, dear professor, I very apologize for my actions. Actually, I missed a meeting the other day, and then I said, "Hey man, uh, Chad GBT, give me a apology." Email and you're like, oh, do, 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 do. I was like, damn. And it was like, hey, it's no problem, man. You're good. And I was like, oh my god, dude, they don't even know yeah, these robots about to take over, bro. They are. That's why I tell people that online dating and stuff mm-hmm. can't do it. AI's getting too good. They don't. They making AI people now. They got the no AI interviews. I'll be damned. I fall in love on the internet. Turns <laughs> out it's a robot. You got catfished by a computer. By a computer. At this point, I got to marry the Mac. What's uh-huh. <laughs> what's worse though, getting catfished by a computer or getting catfished by like some dude that you, that you thought was a woman? Definitely like some dude. You think so? That hurt more. Like as a computer, there's no closure with the computer, bro. They cold, bro. They didn't mean it personally though. You know, like yeah. just, there's no feelings. That's a good point. They didn't mean it personally at all. They were just, just engineers. Somebody made that AI. You know, yeah, that person, a person is. doing it. He took time out of his day to like waste my time. Multiple days, I'll multiple days or weeks. God. Yeah, I still rather get catfished by by a computer than a dude, but I can't lie. One time my buddy got catfished. Now this story, I don't know how it's gonna end, but he told, he told me he got catfished on Tinder, right? Mm-hmm. And all this girl's pictures were all from the neck up. Yeah. He's not the brightest guy in the world, so he wasn't thinking ahead. He was just excited, like, "Ooh, the girl's about to come over. She's gonna take me somewhere to get food." The girl pulls up, and she's in like a like a van, and he said that she's like. Three, four hundred pounds. My buddy's like five eight, one thirty. So it's not his type. He still took it down. It sounded like it, bro, because he, he invited her in. There was the, it, he didn't want to admit, but yeah, everything leading up to that, we knew. <laughs> first of all, we all know the neck up pitch is a dead giveaway. Mm-hmm. But when she offered to take him out, uh, that that sold it all. Yeah, she pulled up in a van. <laughs> yeah, I don't know no slim girls pulling up in a van. No, I mean you, I like me a big girl. I'd have been like, oh yes, just what You've I just what I thought it was gonna be. I don't, bro. I'm not a big fan of the, of the big girls. I love I love women. Of I don't shape and sizes. Man. I it's because you wait, wait till you. Turn I'm not back. trying to close my market. I'm not trying to cut my market in half. That's a exactly. bad mark. That's a bad business decision. Yeah, but yeah. I will say that, like, uh, love big girls. I ain't, I ain't into it too much. I love them Lane Bryant wearing ladies. I love them. <laughs> Listen, XLs. You, you wait till you get a little older. You're gonna be like, actually, that's because you're young and all this yeah. TV done put in your head. No, that the big girls ain't big girls are wearing sat too. I love women of all. No, I believe it. I believe it. I just, I ain't really, you know, I've had like the platter. I could have, you know, tried it, tasted it, but no, nah, I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Oh, I'm picky, bro. I'm picky you're a little picky. bit. Yeah. Hey man, I mean, like what you like. I, I ain't gonna never tell you like this now. Yeah. Start dating big girls tonight. Tonight. <laughs> No, Fuck I, do I, it. I'll never tell you that. But I say, hey, man. My fans will be on your YouTube. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, just I feel like sometimes you got to sometimes you gotta unpack what people put in you and just like what mm. you like, you know. You got you to gotta really dive in and think, are these my original thoughts? Exactly. Like, Or is this just what society is telling me to think? That's like, a good point. You watch TV, you watch the media, of course, they tell you all the time, uh, don't be big. But, like, what's wrong with it? Yeah. Like... Personally, like, she look good to me. If she look good to yeah, me. Yeah, if she look good to you, then there's nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand that. They can't be like, oh, it's unhealthy. It's unhealthy to be real skinny sometimes, too. Some people still are. Definitely. I'm I'm unhealthy and I'm skinny because I don't. there's a lot of food I do not eat, a lot of vitamins I don't get, a lot of yeah. minerals I don't get. Exactly. People be getting crossfaded. That's not healthy for you. <laughs> no, it ain't, bro. Destroying your body and your brain. <laughs> that's okay, but... 
I'll tell you what is healthy, bro. Some some good old hallucinogens. They healthy hallucinogen. for you. I've never tried a hallucinogen. That that helps you unpack what's been put in your brain quick and like over a night span. I like to unpack at my own pace. I think I mm-hmm. think I don't like to. I heard somebody say, "Yeah, man, if you're in a bad spot in life, you're gonna." I was like, Ugh, "I don't." Some stuff I like to keep. Yeah. Some stuff you gotta keep. Some stuff you gotta keep closed. <laughs> I understand people are like, we got to be transparent, but no, we, we don't have to be that transparent. Some stuff, I'm like, you can keep that inside. Keep that to yourself. You have to. I'm bad at that. I feel like I'm a little too transparent when I get into a good conversation flow. I feel that. I'll start throwing out things that they don't even care or need to know. I do the same, but at the same, there's certain things I just mark as, like, you know how like, you go on your email, you mark stuff mm-hmm. as important. I flag certain things. Like, don't ever tell... <laughs> anybody i have a few of those this. i have a few of those yeah and it's not even like it's just like personal stuff i'm like they don't need unless it's like only people need to know is maybe like my wife one day mm-hmm. maybe my therapist uh that stripper that one time i was real drunk though oh but yeah there's a couple shots of the the hennessy what do you drink actually i don't drink hennessy no more man that's did stuff. you used to when i was younger when i was younger i did and now i'm like and then you unpacked it, and you were like, I don't even like this. No, drink. I don't like it, but no. it just turns me to a different man that I don't want to be, you know. Oh, is that part of, like, the... Uh... It's like a celebration liquor. I don't think you should... I don't want some people to drink Hennessy, like, on March 4th. You know So like, no, Huh? Like, for holidays, like, right. celebrations, you know, yeah. yeah. But, like, if we just chilling, hey, bro, let's go get a bottle of Henny. No, yeah. I'm not doing that. So, hey, bro, hop on the game. It's Tuesday night. Let's yeah, let's hop on the game. Take a shot. I, no, I do. Like, I have done that where, like, I just chill at the crib. Mm-hmm. I pour myself a little drink. But Henny's not a drink that you chill at the crib. You drink with a fine whiskey, you know. I give me some some, some Deserono. I like Ooh, some, okay. some Deserono. Okay. I like tequila, too. Tea's like my party liquor. I, I'm a tequila drinker. And then uh, I like some... If I'm like cheap, you know, trying to save some, I drink some Jack. But I like some whiskey. I yeah, like whiskey. I like bourbon though. I like Hennessy. you like all the liquors. I don't like vodka. Not oh vodka yeah, guy. no, 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 no. Clear liquor. Vodka. I'm not a big fan of. I drink mostly. I stick to beer because, like you said, you want to unpack at your own pace. Yeah. With beer, bro, I'm on pace. If I'm feeling good, I can stop. Yeah, true. So like with beer, the thing with beer is just like it's so fattening. But oh, at yeah. the same oh, yeah. time, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I like a, like a, <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, like a Modelo or like a Corona. I sit up, chill, and just mm. sip on those. Like if we watching a game, we chilling, talking. Those are the best. But like if I'm just like, hey, we try to turn up, like trying to get drunk. Oh, then yeah. I'm stay away from beer. Now I keep a beer to keep my drunk steady. That's like my cruise control. Oh, I feel you. Yeah, yeah. you 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 already got the the three shots going a hundred, and then so, the cruise control with the beer just, just keeps it going. I feel you, bro. And then after that, like. Yeah, I don't. Even, I don't want to get faded no more. Like I used to, be, let's get faded, guys. We try to throw up tonight. Oh yeah, nah, not anymore. Hell, I, I still want to do that though, low key. Well, that's because yeah, you're yeah, yeah, you should try to throw up my whole day's worth work of eating. Try to yeah. throw it all up. It's you funny. had the point where yeah, you should do that, but. Shoot me! No, I like that food I ate earlier. I don't yeah. want to throw it up. You need those. Like, I yeah, want that. I need those yeah. nutrients. Yeah, I probably need them as well. Nah, no, that beer be fatting me up a little bit. You don't see it, bro. I'm that skinny fat, low key. Yeah, I grab my stomach. I got like I probably like 15 percent body fat, which is still kind of low, but it's kind of low. Yeah, maybe it's 20. Maybe I'm capping. I'm probably capping. I'm capping. I did this. Maybe it's 25. Thing, <laughs> 15. And they like measured mine, and then it basically told me like, yeah, bro, you're fucking obese. I'm like, wait a minute, dude. <laughs> I was like, I'm not that damn big, bro. Like, <laughs> I need a second opinion. Hold yeah, on. like I feel. I could run, you know, in a mile right now. I'm yeah. not freaking fatty or nothing. <laughs> said, Hold on. The machine's like, no, well, actually. I'm like, shut up. Who made this machine? I bet no fat people were behind it. Yeah, they weren't making this machine. Of course they wouldn't. There was a guy who was at like six trying to get down to five percent body fat. Like, oh, I need to really measure the point one percent. If he skipped breakfast one time, he'll die. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. If he skips breakfast, he'll die by lunch. <laughs> Dude, if he gets a paper cut anywhere on his body, he's, he's bleeding done. out. Yeah. He has no antibodies in his body. <laughs> oh, bro. Five percent body fat. He's, when when fall comes, he's gonna freeze to death. Like, oh, he's done for. He has no iron. That's the him. guy who uses the sun and ski sports here in Tulsa. Really? Yeah, that's the guy who goes in and actually buys those big heavy winter jackets that nobody else oh, wears. <laughs> I can't. People, I understand pushing your body to. Uh-huh. If you're not a professional athlete, I don't understand the point of like. I go to the gym, I work out, but like those people that are like. 
these extreme diets. I'm like, you are you are a tax advisor. Why are you trying to <laughs> what do you need to destroy your body like this for? You are a tax advisor, bro. You can eat a cupcake every yeah, other week. Yeah, people do this. you can bro, it's your money. I think it's a like a mental challenge. They want to. They're bored with what's physically going on, so they want to challenge themselves in the mind. Which that's sick. I respect that a lot. I blame anime and like <laughs> yeah. honestly, I think these new generation of nerds are gonna be the swollest nerds. Let me sit up. Ever, like the swollest nerds ever. Yes, because they're so inspired by like these anime characters that are jacked. They're like, well, I want to get jacked too. Yeah, and that's why. Like you see these nerd dudes that are like huge now can't bully them no more no you can't beat the dog shit out of you well i do like those videos online though where like before they try to beat dog shit at you they're doing like a move to power up getting Mm -hmm. that mindset that shit's hilarious yeah that is (laughs) i think that's it is funny when they just sit there like charging it up yeah they're charging like what are you charging up bro oh what are we gonna do guys (laughs) let me like run he said like run get out of here in america that's like i'm loading it up putting the clip in (laughs) About the bus, like, no, bro. I'm out of there by the time. That happened on The Last of Us when I was watching it. She was like, I finally got y'all. And, like, some zombie came up. And when, oh, no, like, <laughs> could have been popped them. What are you doing? Dude, every show, every movie, they always have that, oh, I finally, I, I finally I got the enemy right inside your like I'm about to take care of this and then something crazy happens and it's like oh now we're back to square one they they escaped see that's, that's always that same crap I love that though cuz like mm-hmm. I, the movie be boring if the person achieved it like fast that's true you be like what did I just pay for I want to see somebody <laughs> when I see a hero I don't want a hero clean after the job is done I want to see black eyes bruises I want to see a hero near death Fair enough. He got the job. But I want to see. That means he put it all on the line. I want to see a 30 minute movie where there's no hiccups. He's just on the highway, just going in between cars, gets out, bop, 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 inside. He's like, all right, you're done. It gets over with. And then movie's over. They got it. I don't want to see that at all. (laughs) I don't want to see that ever. No, that's a horrible movie. And then that's what these new uh, MCU movies be. They just have dialogue, just snarky. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Like, I don't know. Have it's, you seen Mr. Sandcastle or what's it called? Uh, Mr. Uh, Sand, Sand Snake. What's that? The Rock's in. He's, he's, the Rock's a superhero and he's from like Egypt. Black Adam? Black Adam. That's mm-hmm. what it was, yeah. I haven't seen it. I heard it was doo-doo, so. Yeah, it was. I don't watch. I saw bits and pieces. It didn't look very good. I can't. The Rock is just. Dude, I can tell you the plot in like three seconds. Yeah. He's... Ancient. Ancient uh, god rises. Heroes you didn't know exist come to stop the god. That's it. And yeah. then you see, and then they fight. It's, well, The Rock is just like he doesn't have any like. I love The Rock. Yeah, I love The Rock as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. And as an actor, it's just kind of like the same movie it's every his, time. Yeah, he, his his skill set is just being big. And yeah. intimidating. Well, that's Black Adam. So, I mean, that's but at fair. the same time, it's not his fault. What is, it's like, you know, he's not going to put up like a Oscar award winning no. performance. No. But when it comes to being a swole person, you don't get much swoller than him. He, I mean, he sells tickets, though. He does put butts in seats. He does. So Him and Kevin Hart. Who, who do you like more, Kevin Hart or The Rock as an actor, not a comedian? Uh, well... I think, of course, Kevin Hart's a better actor because mm-hmm. he's starting to do stuff that isn't just comedy now, and he's really good at it. So I'm like, well, it's not fair to The Rock. It's just because like you're just so like swole. I can't see you doing anything other than being a swole person. He hasn't really even tried to step out of that. Well, he's he was a wrestler. He had like a lot of character, you know. Like yeah. WWE The Rock was like really charismatic, which he's still charismatic. That is acting, too. So, I mean, he yeah. had acting experience. It makes sense. I think he just, unfortunately for him, he just has to be the same kind of that level of, like, big buff hero and mm-hmm. or big buff villain. I saw some stuff like Batista the day. He's like, man, I want to be in a romantic comedy, but I can't because I'm too swole. Who said that? Batista. <laughs> and I was like, he's kind of right, though. Cause he's like, what do I do? And I'm like, stop working out, bro. <laughs> Just get skinny, bro. Do oh, coke. Dude, that would be crazy. Romantic movie, which is like The Rock. I mean, there's women out here that 100% would want The Rock. Yeah. 
is but imagine him like 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 he's like a clumsy guy now you know he's trying to figure out how to get this girl he's like dropping his pencil and like pushing his glass stuff like that'd oh, be the comedy fine. of the movie there you yeah. go you just wrote it bro you there just wrote it written off camera too so they can't steal it yeah so you just Fuck you just yeah, made uh, Warner Brothers two hundred mil <laughs> with that idea right there I should write that in to him hey, they're gonna be like first of all this is the twelfth submission this week we've got this movie. <laughs> We've we're already we're already doing it. <laughs> like you know, can we got, he's got a twenty movie contract. Do you not know? He's gonna be working till he's eighty. Yeah, that's the problem too. When you just sign up for whatever, like whenever they say, "Hey, we got you for this many movie contract," they got you for that. They go, "Yeah, they gave you a lot of millions of dollars." Mm-hmm. They also are gonna work you. <laughs> Till they get their money's worth. Yeah, until they get all the movies done. That who knows how long that's gonna take. It depends how much you got to read that contract. Fuck. Which I mean, they know. That'd be a good. I mean, that's a good stable job to have, though. I mean, yeah. Some people got to run into burning buildings. They got to act. So yeah. I mean, that's nothing. No, they can deal with it. You know. I think being a comedian is one of the craziest jobs. You get up there, you have everybody staring at you, and your only your only objective, right or wrong, make them laugh. You yeah. get paid to do it. Well, yeah. when you're when you're good. Yeah, I mean, shoot, it's a harder careers. That's trust me. Definitely, there is. This is this is a dude right now that's doing open heart surgery as we speak, and mm-hmm. if he sneezes, somebody died. So, <laughs> imagine having to hold in that sneeze, though. <laughs> oh no! Hold on, nurse. Oh my god! Take the, take the syringe. Who was it? I don't know. Whenever I see these surgeon stories, I'll be like, "This is amazing. I've wasted my life." Like somebody, you know. So I just found out you was a sergeant, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's pretty badass. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Stressful. He was telling me uh, you was making everybody and their mama do push-ups. Nah, I wouldn't do it. I made, like, a couple people. And only, like, on some, like, I'm on my last straw type stuff. Mm -hmm. I wasn't that type. Whenever I was coming up, people be just OD. Like, get down, because I want you to. Yeah. I'd be like, come on now. Like the power, just the power thing? Yeah, it's very... That's what, yeah, anybody that, in any job, though, you you ever see oh, yeah. a manager at, like, McDonald's, and they just losing it? Mm-hmm. Just like, it's just like that in any job. You give somebody authority over anybody. Some people can handle it. Some people just lose their minds. Yeah, I probably wouldn't be very good with authority. Uh, my jokes are a little too far sometimes. I say some crazy, crazy shit. I mean, people in army jokes go too far. And then sometimes, you know, people laugh. Sometimes you do it. They're spending the rest of your day uh, doing push-ups or <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. crawling on the floor or or you're cleaning the toilet, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it's worth it, you know. Sometimes it's worth it. Like I, Where'd you uh, get deployed to? Uh, well, I never went to like no more combat, but I went okay, to work. Germany. I went to Poland. Well, I went to Poland and Germany for like six months. Poland, three months Germany. Then I went to Poland again, and then Korea. So are they like putting you up in like like a in like a hotel, or are you staying? In a <laughs> no, place? not at all. No, okay. we're staying in like. Well, when I was in Poland, they had like these little little living. It's not like a tent, but like a. It's like a blocked off thing with like we had like bunk beds and stuff. Oh, okay. And then when I was in Korea, we had like rooms, like barracks rooms and stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's a lot better, a lot better time in Korea. Wait, what the? Hold on. Some attack. Oh man, I was about to say someone attacking you. That motherfucker been in there for a long. I've had this hat for a long time, bro. You never knew it was there. No, you never took it out. That's crazy, man. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't be in the, the military, bro. I would not wear enough. I feel you. If I can't feel cardboard against my head, imagine trying to drive with the night vision goggles. Yeah, that's. I yeah, it was generally like I was blind. I was. Just, Where are you driving at? Like, are you? It was a. It was like this trail in like Germany, and mm-hmm. like uh. So we were driving at night, and is it uh, through like the woods or? Yeah, it's like through the woods okay. and stuff, and I had like I was trying to like it had, you know you have a little mount so you put it on your head and you're driving but like. I really can't see anything. Like, mm-hmm. I can. I also have astigmatism, like in general, I can't see during the day, and so I can't see at night, and then I can't see with these goggles on my yeah, head. I bet. Now I'm just like, what's going on? Like, I, and then because I wasn't supposed to drive, it's supposed to be another dude that was driving, but he got too scared. He's like, man, this, which at first I was like, maybe being a bitch, and then I went and I was like, I can fully understand why you were scared because I'm scared. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in the passenger seat though. That I I. In a, in a cars, I have a problem being not the person driving when the, and let me put it this way: my mom traumatized me with her driving. I feel that. So when I'm in the passenger seat and someone else is driving, it is it is terrifying. 
I don't get like I used to get what is it called like the sickness and motion sickness. Motion sickness. Stuff. Now I just I'm just like holding on to everything and you know even if they're driving normal and straight but they turn their head towards me I'm like no fuck you fucking look at the road bro like this is ridiculous it's like I'm on a roller coaster. Bro. If somebody else is driving, I do this thing. I might just go to sleep just to like oh, shit. and like I wake the- if we're alive bro I wake up we straight. It's the exact opposite of me bro. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I let God handle it, man. I'm just. I'm like, all right, well, me's in the back, what I'm going to do? What can I yeah. contribute to it? So if I'm in the back, oh, I'm already. If he's driving rough, I'm like, well, I'm just going to go to sleep. If he, hit, if he hit something, he hit something. Me being awake wouldn't have stopped it. So That's true. There's a select few people where I, I'm comfortable in because I've had a lot of road trips with him. Like my grandfather, mm-hmm. he took a lot of road trips. So I, I can sleep in that car. But anybody else, no. I'm stressed out. I'm not like a backseat driver. I won't be like, oh, watch out, or blah, blah, blah. But I'll just be stressed. If we driving for anything longer than like two to three hours, mm-hmm. if I'm a passenger or in the back, I'm going to sleep. You don't even yeah. expect. I might charge you like 30 minutes, and then I'm I'm going Get to out. sleep. And don't wake me up, please, for the love of God. If you wake me up, we wake me up to get some food. We finna get some food. We stop at a gas station. Or if you need to ask me something vitally important. Yeah. Like life or death. Like what's your blood type or some shit like so that. I'm like, hey, man, police are here, man. Like, like, I, ain't, I ain't gonna do nothing. I'm hey, chilling, officer. Um, I got you. I'm a veteran, man. Help me out. Uh, <laughs> get us out this ticket. I just got a speed ticket the other day. Did you really? It was my first ticket ever because I've been using like my like I used to use my military. They just leave me alone. I'm like, yeah, man, sorry. But now you know. Now that I'm out, I'm a regular guy now. So you're like, back to being a civilian. Yeah, I should try to get my little veteran card. He was like, I don't give a. Damn, and he gave me a speeding ticket. Yeah. Damn. It was in uh, Mississippi. This was your first, were you doing comedy up there? Or are you seeing fans? No, I was uh, visiting my son. So, mm. yeah, I was pushing it because I had been driving for like eight hours already. So I was just like, I want to be off the highway. Yeah, you just ready to get, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I'll tell you a story one time. I didn't get a ticket for it because I didn't get pulled over. But one time I was with my mom and Norman, and it was Thanksgiving, and things were just getting kind of weird. Some people there I didn't fuck with. And uh, so I was like, all right, mom. I'm just going to get out of here. And it's like 2 in the morning. She's like, what? I'm like, I can't sleep. I don't like that guy right there. I'm leaving. And I gave her a hug, and I'm driving home at like 100. And that's that, I, that was my old HHR. And when I got back to Tulsa, I didn't realize, but the next day, that's when I fucked up my car mm-hmm. just by driving so pushing it so hard. It has like 200,000 miles. You can't push a car that hard. Yeah, not especially with 200. That's like. But I'm, yeah, I can't drive. I, I shouldn't. 70 year old woman in a 100 yard dash. <laughs> just like, give it your all. She's going to tear all the LCLs. ACL, yeah. MCL, PCL. PCL. She's going to tear it up. Oh my God. Actually, I got a few questions I, w- I want to ask you, bro. Go ahead, man. Yeah. Shoot, shoot. Let me get in my notes real quick. I'm genuinely curious. Um, so, who is your favorite comic? And then who is your favorite local comic? Uh, so my favorite, like, all time or just, like, right now? It could be anything, bro. Uh, I say all time. Probably Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. or Bernie Mac. Those are, like, tied for my goats. For me personally. Yeah. Which is my personal favorite. And my favorite local, so many. So many people out here that I do love. I yeah. say, uh, Shoot. I'm not trying to like have you like pick over other people or nothing. But. No, I'm just well, of course, because you know I have people like big fan of Randall Lopez, CC comedian, CC Sherry Johnson, mm. Mm. Larry Tibbs, of course, Demario Oates. A lot uh, of people I've never met in my entire life. Really? I swear, I, I don't them? know any of them. Yeah, go see them. Go check them out. I do. Yeah, I do need to. And then, uh, of course, you know, Jaden Dakota. Yeah, Six Killer. Six Killer, a beast. And uh, we'll cuss the audience member out oh, at yeah. a moment's notice. Actually, it's so many more. I know. If, I've I, yet to see him do like written material. Every open mic I'm at with him, he he just he'll just stand up there and, and, and he does it sometimes talk, which I fuck with because he yeah. makes motherfuckers laugh just by up there just having a conversation with him. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's why I, I love about him too. But I want to see what like his brain thinks about when he's not on stage, like when he's just at the crib writing. Oh, he'll tell you if you have a conversation with you, mm-hmm. he he'll tell you exactly what his brain's thinking about. He'll tell you everything. <laughs> Fair enough. He put it all on the line. <laughs> he throw it all out there for sure. I love who else? Sandra. Just did a show with Sandra last night. Mm-hmm. Sandra Slade, uh, Gerald Harris, Evan Hughes. Gerald Harris, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Evan yeah. Hughes, that dude's a beast. Love Evan. You know, I love a bunch of. To- and I know, you know, it's more that I probably 
forgot to say. Hey, Trevor, bro, Trevor, you don't Carrier. Say every name that has walked through this. Love, the but no, those are just some local guys that I'm like, I love these guys. Okay, Trevor Carrier, uh, Lacey Reigns. I want to shout out uh, Lynn K. We started Lynn on the K. same day, and she's getting shows and she's doing her thing. Every time I get on Facebook, she's, she's just new show, new show, new show. There's somewhere that somewhere that she's grinding. She is grinding. Daniel, Daniel's also Daniel. Balderas. Daniel and Bell So Pretty will both be at a showcase at Cellar that we're putting on. Wait, who? Daniel and who? Uh, Bell So Pretty. Have you seen her? Mm-mm. Darn, man. You, you got to get out more. I do need to get out more. You gotta. I love the Looney Bin. You got to move around. It's other, you got to see. There's other places. I know. Places. When I go to these other places, I always get on so late, so I'm performing in front of comics. And it's just, it's just, I don't like Well, you got you to gotta do the open mics to, get, to do the shows. Because people got to see you at the open mics to know if you're funny. Yeah. To put you on shows, and then yeah. once you can do shows, other people see you on shows, they want to put you on more shows, and then it's kind of build domino up. effect. How does uh, what are like the the feelings like with, from an open mic to a show? Is it elevated or is it still kind of the same? When you first start, you know how you know how you're like you're real nervous at oh, open yeah. mics and stuff. Oh yeah, I don't get nervous at open mics anymore. Now I, I don't give a damn anymore. I just mm-hmm. like whatever. I mean, of course I'm working on stuff, no doubt, but I'm kind of just like I'm saying it, kind of just like feeling it out. And then I, from the, I see the reaction I get, I'm like, okay, now I know. I saw how they acted when I said this and that. So I see, I go about fleshing out the joke more. Okay. But of course, I ain't going to go to no open mic with my best stuff, you know. Yeah, there's no point. That's you, like you going know to, it's good. you know, use your best moves at a scrimmage, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's like, or you don't, I mean, you practice how you play, though. You practice how you play, you know. You always give 100%, but at the same time. I'm so, I'm so new to this, like. I've only been doing it for like four months now, and um, when I uh, go and do open mic in front of like comedians and stuff, they're obviously, uh, like, for example, Tulsa Comedy Club, I went there one time, and there was no crowd, because everybody was in OKC watching Bill Burr, right? Yeah. So it was just like, people like Dakota was there, uh, JB was there, uh, Brian was there, and it was just like comics and a spouse, so like. It was a small room, and I'd do my 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 stuff, and like it would be minimal reaction, so I couldn't even gauge if it was funny or not. Well, sometimes, but that's good to one because if other comedians hear you know hear you and they think you're funny, and then other people are like, hey man, I'm looking for some new people to put on. Who's mm. somebody? Good and point. then they be like, well, I heard this one dude the other day. He had some funny stuff, uh, you know. And also, yeah, that's why you shouldn't always take what you hear at an open mic too strongly, because it's really like you know it's gonna be a bunch of comedians that. You know, of course, though that's how it is. That's, yeah, that's that's the world we in now. I be hearing stuff and I'd be like, that was funny, but I'm like kind of just in my own zone. That's you know, what, yeah, I, I feel the same way, bro. I want to go early so I can listen to them for real and yeah. get my full attention. Yeah, if you get put on late, well, I mean, if I, you know, not for here like local stuff, I probably eh, I'm good. But I'm out of town, you know. I'm like, well, I'm gonna stay because I already came here. So yeah, that's true. So do you remember the first joke you wrote, or or maybe the first joke you performed? Uh, or said? Uh, well, yeah. So the first open mic I did, because yeah. I really wasn't trying to be a comedian. I really just, I was walking downtown with some friends, and we was teed, and we stumbled into an open mic. Oh, wow. And I, like, jokingly signed up. Just as a joke. I really wasn't going to do it. But then uh, <laughs> I remember I went up there, and I had said something. I had said something. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, I had said, how come there's no racist supervillains in film? Like, you know, in these yeah. movies. I was like, you telling me if superpowers was real, you tell me there wouldn't be, like, one racist supervillain? Oh, there gotta be. Bro. It would be at least one. Like, one dude would get on the Batman, be fighting, and be like, why did you put bombs in every uh, low-income neighborhood in Gotham? <laughs> and he's like, because uh, I'm Mega Man, and I hate the blacks. And he presses the button, and Batman law. You know, like. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. Yeah, th- that was a joke though, and they were like, "That's hilarious." Did you like, did you hold on to that one for a while? No, I stopped saying that. Like that was like it was funny, but like I wanted to flesh it out. But also, like I have a problem. I just like write a billion jokes, and yeah. so I don't focus on. I mean, I do. I have my you know my best ones that I save. How but, do you gauge without put without going on stage which ones are funnier? Test them on your friends, or do you say it? Yeah, you test them out of conversation sometimes. Like, okay. you might, uh, so I might might slip it in a co- Like, if we talking about something, I'll be like, I just, I just wrote a joke about that. So instead of just saying, like, hey, I just wrote a joke, I'll, like, bring up something, and if somebody laughs, I'm like, okay, it's funny. Okay, word. You know. Because I do the same thing. I will i can't sleep at night. I have a problem going to bed. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but 
So I'll be laying in bed, like close my eyes, ready to go to bed, whatever. Everything's turned off. And then I'll be picturing myself on stage. And then I just start speaking in my brain. And I start writing jokes down, writing jokes down, writing jokes down. And I won't even touch the joke mm-hmm. forever. You know, because yeah, just write it down though. Because you might come back to it like a year from now and be like, "Oh, that was actually some heat mm-hmm. I wrote down," and it might apply to a joke you just wrote. You know, it might be to put it together and puzzle piece. Yeah, now you trying got to two build minutes. a big old puzzle. You just sometimes when you know those a thousand piece puzzles, you might find a piece. It's like this will be useful later. Later, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need it at yeah. some point. But we found it. You know, it's like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. I actually do got my first show coming up in We're a week at, at uh, Martini's. With, uh, it's like entry, the entry levels for sure. Who is a uh, who's hosting? It's a uh, who I don't know who's host. It's not. It's just like a little. I guess you call it a showcase. It's like seven or eight comics, and it's with uh, Teague, uh, Angela Teague, Angela Teague. Okay, yeah. nice. I'm freaking nervous, bro. Okay. I've been on a streak of just straight bombing because I've been trying new stuff. Mm. Every time I go up, I do something new, and it is not working out well. Well, you just find out, find <laughs> what it. you bad. did well. <laughs> Yeah. See, just pay attention to that. So slow down. Okay. You got to slow down when you perform. And when you perform it, listen to the crit, like what they start liking. Like, because maybe they don't give a thunderous, they're not going to belly laugh at everything, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. But once you hear the little stuff they laughing at, kind of mentally, you know, remember, and once you're done, write down what you what they did like, write down what they obviously did not. Okay. Kind of trim that off and fill something else new in that'll wow. be better. That's a whole process. I'm glad you said that, bro. That's a whole process I haven't even done. See? I get off stage, and then I just, like, all right, that was cool. And I don't go back and edit the edit the fat. I just I, I, I act like I need to say it differently to mm-hmm. make it work. But that's a good point because I, I, I'm stuck right now in, like, just mostly storytelling. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell stories, and then I'll, I'll have my punches already in the story, and then I'll come up with some stuff on stage and make and kind of spice it a little bit. But it would be it would be such a good advantage for me to start trim, trimming the fat off these. Like I don't maybe there's a route in the story I don't even need to go down. Yeah, I just need to cut that route. Go keep on going this way. Yeah, like that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you just gotta find a different approach. Like the stuff that they laughing at, that means it's funny. So keep that. But the stuff they're not laughing at, if you don't, if it's not important, get rid of it. Uh-huh. I mean, because you know you know you go up there and say a bunch of like and ums and. Uh, the time you took saying all them likes and ums and might be giving side info that doesn't matter to the joke, that's time you waste. You only got five minutes, you know, at open right. mics or whatever. Right. So use that five minutes to the best of your ability. Get as much laughter as you can. I wish I actually was talking to my girlfriend about this. I wish you were at the cellar dweller. I mean, I'll be there again. This is going to happen again. Yeah, I'll be there this Sunday. But I wish you were there two weeks ago because I had my best set I ever had. Mm-hmm. And I, the first time I went to the cellar dweller, you were there, and uh-huh. I was just drunk. And I just... Stupid. I went up there and did some stupid shit. Like every thirty seconds, I was like, "I'm drunk. I'm sorry, guys." It was it was dumb. You ain't the only one. Oh, say what? You ain't the only one. No, I did. I wouldn't think so. Yeah. But then I went back, and you and Roscoe both weren't there, and JB was hosting it, mm-hmm. and I tried out some new stuff, and it actually went like I was so happy with how good it went. Uh-huh. And um, some guy actually came up to me. And he was like, "Man, I think you think you. I think you had Joker tonight, bro." And I was like, "No shit." He was hey, like, "Yeah, no doubt." When you hear stuff like that, that's when you got to keep those. Keep that. Yeah. It was a joke. I had a, I had bought a pinky ring at an antique shop that day. Mm-hmm. I'd never want to wear a ring. I never thought about it, but I saw a tiger. It was a tiger. I was like, oh, shit. So I bought it, right? Mm-hmm. And so I went up on stage, and I was like, you know, my girl, she wants me to spice. She wants me to spice up a little bit, but, you know, I'm white. Now I don't know about spices, bro. <laughs> so she asked me to punish her. So I was like, so I bought a pinky ring, and everybody laughed at that. I didn't even write that. I just thought it'd be funny and then that pinky ring broke bro it broke like the next day dog so there you go i don't know where i was going with that but um i went and took those same jokes to the hunt club to the looney bin and to kindles the next week i did three in two days and at the at the looney bin ali lit me at a minute and a half because i said fuck she got tired. She's tired of it. She doesn't want me to say fuck no more. I remember, yeah, when I was hosting last week, yeah. you had said something. <laughs> and she said, yeah, I just lit him. And I was like, damn, you just started. And she was like, yeah. I tell him all the time to stop cussing up there. It was funny, yeah, because I remember she said something. Did you curse up there? And I was like, nah. And I guess I think I did. I might have said, like, I'm just fucking around or something. Like, I might have. I think I said something that was. That's like, literally what I, I kind of said. Yeah. Same same type of way. Just say fucking around. about that F for me. It's funny because at the OKC, well, not Looney Band, but the OKC little comedy club, man, yeah. they'll let you say whatever you want at the open mic. Mm-hmm. When I went up there, I was like, the first dude was like, 
uh, he said some nut shit. And I was like, yo. I was like, y'all got no filters here? Huh? They're like, nah, we're different here in OKC. <laughs> I was like, okay, my bad, my fault, my bad. Uh, when did you, like, how long in do you think until you started traveling? Uh, it took me, like, I did a hell of networking, like, off the jump. I was like, I'm one of those people, when I start doing something, I want to do it the best. Like, I'm instantly looking up how-tos and, okay. like, you know, stuff like that and what to, you know. So I'm kind of surprised you didn't read that one book. What book? The uh, Comedy Bible. It's not, like like you said, it ain't going to teach you how to be funny, bro. Yeah. But it, it just, I, there was a headliner that came through, absolutely murdered. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to him, I was like, hey, man, what like what's, like, just, like, one simple thing of advice you could give a, a young comic? And he was like, I read the Comedy Bible, and I noticed big difference in, in my whole process and just and joke writing and, and, and telling jokes on stage and how I talk to people. Like, my whole process changed. I'll check it out. Well, I just never heard of it. Well, I've, fair, I've fair. heard of no, that's it. That's fair. That's fair. I'm real. Don't get me wrong. I, I haven't read it either, bro. I, I don't know why I'm talking all this shit. I even read it. I take advice. <laughs> you know, I take advice to – I take it, but I take it with a grain of salt because it's like, well, I do it like this, that, and the other. And sometimes that just doesn't work for me. Not saying that yeah. it's not a valid, you know, process. Yeah. It's just like for example, you ever see somebody that likes hooping and has like a really ugly jump shot, but it mm-hmm. falls? Yeah. So if we well, if he just fixed his jump shot, well it's falling, so who cares? Yeah, like, like Lonzo. You don't judge the form if the shot falling. Yeah. You know, good so point. who cares? Like that's how I do. That's how I feel like with comedy. That's like, a, yeah, that's that's important. Yeah. You can write down and maybe I could take some bits and pieces of your price process that'll make mine better. But what if my process is fine too? Not saying you know. Of course, I'm you know just a beginner. Yeah, I'm saying the same thing. Like my, I don't even know my stuff. Ain't even all right. And what I'm saying, like I, I was my jump shot ain't falling basically right now. It's kind of like I'm shooting and I miss, shooting and I miss, and then I hit it, and then I hit and I shoot and I miss. So I'm trying to figure out. I'm still trying to figure. Well, out. Well, so when you're at that point where it's like, okay, well, my jumper's not falling. Then yes, you need to make some adjustments. So you got to see, but you got to see what are in your mechanics. So look at the mechanics of somebody. What I do, I look at the mechanics of somebody that is killing it. You know, I look at a comedian that is just like I'm a local guy or like a legend. You know, I might mm-hmm. watch somebody on YouTube. Or I might just watch somebody, you know, around here that's doing a great job. And I see what are they doing that's making the crowd laugh. That's do what is he doing on stage for himself, putting himself in position to make the crowd laugh. Yeah, yeah. And I know with me, like. I know whenever I'm like talking to the crowd, crowd work, interacting with them, and uh, just yeah, that's big. That get, I all every time I see that, that gets them involved. Mm-hmm. They're now like all ears on you. They're like, yeah, they get comfortable. That's yeah. why I do it because I people like, yeah, don't do crowd work. And I'd be like, why not? I mean, yeah, that's why? just it's like one of my strengths, and also just like it gives you something fresh. It makes it easier for me because I can't remember all my jokes like word for word. I can't. No one can. Well, some people can. But. That's interesting. Like. Do you think it's important to, to know it word for word? Because what I think if you're working out a joke and when you say it a certain way, you say these words and then these words and it works, I feel like it almost is important to remember it. We got to rehearse. You just got to rehearse your stuff. You do it in front of the mirror? Yeah, I do it in front of the mirror. Yeah. I might do it in the shower. I do it in the car. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Just stuff to like get into muscle memory and stuff. No doubt. I do. I do it in front of the mirror too. Usually when I'm in the shower or driving, I'm thinking new stuff, and I almost I'm like, I don't want thinking new stuff. I need to, I need to really make sure I got the stuff I got down good well, already. Keep working on your new stuff too. Yeah, okay. D- just find a balance. So yeah, like work on yours, get your <laughs> fundamentals right, but also yeah, start pick new stuff. To, yeah, because I'm telling you, people get tired of because some people just say the same stuff, or people yeah. got like three jokes total. I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, there's no way. Oh, like people, like, yeah, I've been doing this shit for like t- 10, 12 years. I'm <laughs> like, well, why are you saying the same thing? Why are you saying the same shit? Yeah. All right, we we got it, we got it, we got it. Yeah. Um, but dang, dude, those some headliners when they get that hour though, they keep it. I've seen I've seen a few comedians at Looney Bing. I've been there like a year over time, and I've seen people come back through, and they've said pretty much the same thing. If they don't got crowd work, then it's almost identical. Yeah. You know, I mean, but if it's paying the if it's paying the bills. It would be hard to try to venture out and change and, and think of new stuff. I think I don't know. I would. I'd want to, but I could see how some people would be like, "Well, I already got this hour. I'm getting the day. I'm getting shows. People still invite me back. Why should I come up with new stuff?" I mean, hey, I don't know. It's, it's for them to do what they want to do. Yeah, I don't know. It's what I'm their comedy. 
We it's theirs. Yeah, I mean, I'm not telling nobody, hey, you know, tell your jokes like this. That's no jokes, you know. I got. I'm gonna get another question out real quick. All right, cool. I appreciate you coming by, bro. Oh, of course, man. For anytime, real. anytime. Uh, some my buddies here real quick. Yeah, come in the garage and go upstairs. All right. Where did you do your um, first stand up at? Uh, the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole. Where's the, this at? Downtown, right next to the Max, mm-hmm. and like Reds. You know what I'm talking about? I've never been to the rabbit hole. No, yeah. I I know where Max is though. Yeah, it's right next to uh, what's that called? The little dance club. Uh, is it over by whiskey? Oots, oots. Nah, it's not next to whiskey now. Kind of in that area. What's that oots, oots, oots club? You know, <laughs> the uh, the lot. No, not the lot. No, 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 uh, what is it, bro? Uh, I don't know. Don't not Fazler. Uh, but that's the place that you just walked in and wrote your name down, right? Mm, rabbit, okay. Yeah, rabbit hole. And then yeah, I just did like a set. Mm-hmm. I was drunk. I was just talking about random stuff that I'd be thinking sometimes, and they were like, "That's funny, bro." And I just started going to more open mics, just kind of like checking it out. Yeah. And then. I did some shows because people are like you're funny, bro. Put you on a show. I did some shows. Did some more shows. Did you start like, did you get like addicted to it at some point or start loving it? Yeah, because I mean I was doing good. People was laughing. People tell me I was funny. I was like, really? You know, people was like, man, you should joke for you're funny, bro. You should have been did this. I was you like, should have been did this, bro. I started doing it, and then uh, now I'm just been doing it a year now. Host a show every Sunday now. Host at Looney Bin. Dude, I know. That was awesome, man. That was a great show. That was my real. first time like hosting for a weekend. It was just like six shows or four days. I was like, I'm tired. I'm like, yeah. I don't see how them travel. Well, I got to get, you know, conditioned for that. But mm-hmm. I was like. How long have you been hosting at the Cellar Driller? Like a year. Wow. Like a so year. you got on there pretty early. Yeah, that's why I was confused when they asked me to do it. I was like, I just. Started doing kind of like a couple months ago. Yeah. They were like, no, nah, bro, we need you to host it. And I was like. Word, bro. That's awesome. Me man. and Roska. Uh, so do you like the Tulsa comedy scene? Like, is there another place? I'm not trying to. Okay, take Tulsa out of no, it. I hate these people. No, I'm playing. No, I'm <laughs> yeah, playing. where would you want to go? Like, what other scene in America would you I go to New York or Cali. Like, I mean, I yeah. go to where it's at the best level. Or so I go to like a big city like Austin, Austin. Dallas, St. Louis. Uh, where else? Atlanta, somewhere you know, big city. Bro, you, we gotta go try to get on that Kill Tony down in Austin. Oh yeah, I'll be watching. Yeah, yeah get him. I like David Lucas a lot. Oh, David Lucas, is David Lucas, big bro. David Lucas. Go. I love all those uh all deaf digital comedians. Yeah, because uh that, that little you ever watch Roast Me? Mm-mm. Just a show where they just cook each other. Really, it's beautiful. Honestly, it's. Just roasting at its highest level. That's great, bro. That'd be a fun. That's show what to do. I like. I like to roast. That's like my thing. When mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I be, I likefully roast audience members. Cause I don't be trying to like you pay money, and I'm like you fat bitch. I'll never do. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. never do that now. No, nothing straight disrespectful. Yeah, I never do. I poke fun at you though, you know. Mm-hmm. But I never. You, I ain't never went up there. You ugly motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> no, you pay twenty dollars. You know, you pay fifteen, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars. I'm not going to insult you. Yeah, and I want you to like have good things to say yeah, about Yeah, I want me. you to have fun. Nobody yeah. has fun when they're getting insulted. No doubt. Other people are. No, I would never single no. But I will be like, hey, sir, uh, such and such. A, I might ask some poke fun, you know, little tease, but not, yeah. nothing. How long have you been doing the crowd work for? Is that something you started doing like when you were? I actually again? just, that's where I always did. Because I did really? that from the jump. Just because oh, I'm yeah. like, I just have a natural time. I just think of shit on the fly real quick. Yeah. Because my first set, this bald lady, she kept interrupting me. No, she wasn't bald. Let me not say she was bald. She had like a little low blonde cut. Yeah. And I was just like, somebody, security, get Slim Shady out of here or something. <laughs> and she was like, she was mad, but she started laughing. She was like, okay, that's funny. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. I don't want her to come here. Yeah, she was about to lose. Make me. a scene. Yeah. Some days I do be saying something that's too far. And I'm like, uh-oh. But they be laughing. I'm like, oh, all right. We're chilling, dude. Yeah. All right, bro. Fair enough. Well, I'm going to come to Cellar Door Sunday. Yeah, I'll be back Sunday. We going I just told the dumbest jokes at the Looney Bin Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Things that I I was laughing at myself, but I was it was bad. That's bro. important though. You gotta if you gotta find it funny before anybody else finds it funny. Yeah, for sure. And you know I don't know who said the saying, but I've heard it where it's like if you're afraid to say it, the crowd's afraid to hear it. So mm. 
That's a good point. You know. Yeah, I, I want. I need to come. I, I want to come back to Cellar Dweller, but I'm working on the same jokes that I'm trying to take to the uh, to the the show with me next Sunday. Not this Sunday, but next Sunday. And I just said that. I just said that at Cellar Dweller two weeks ago. So I really don't want to go back and say the same stuff again. That'd be kind of boring. For the crowd, well, say uh, d- change up what you said. Just change up a little bit. If you didn't, if you like, you say you didn't get the rea- like that good of reaction. On yeah, it, didn't work. Change, change up some stuff. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, overthinking it, man. I definitely am overthinking it for sure. For sure. I, I'm telling you, I stay up too late at night and just sit there overthinking it. For if sure. If people show up to open mic, they showed up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, they they know they they know they're gonna hurt. Yeah, okay. Well, they don't know, but yeah. fair enough. Well, I appreciate you coming on the pod, bro. For sure. Taking man. some time out your day. Anytime. I didn't mean to cut into your nap time. Oh, it's definitely going to resume. <laughs> but yeah. No problem, man. No problem. Where can, uh, where can they find you at? The socials? Uh, on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, Stand Up Peta. Because, uh, you know, Stand Up P-E-D-A. Okay. On stand Instagram, I'm a Cepeda. I-M-M-A. Cepeda. C-E-P-E-D-A. Okay. Uh, Facebook, Cepeda Cheeks Comedy. TikTok, Cepeda Cheeks. Got you. Uh, and where are you gonna be in like the coming weeks? You got any uh, dates? Cellar Dweller. Let me pull out my calendar. Yeah, no doubt. Quick. This will be up Wednesday uh, of this week, maybe Tuesday. Wednesday. So. Okay, so let me get. And you guys can uh, see me at the the Looney Bin on yes, Wednesdays, uh, Looney Bin Tulsa, and then um, Sunday, February twenty sixth, I'll be at Martini's Lounge. Martini's it's a small bar, so don't don't all forty seven y'all come. That's a great round. I mean, that's a great room. Yeah, just that's a few a you room. come. Not all forty seven of my viewers. No, nah, tell them all to pull up. But we got the we got like the perfect equilibrium. I have forty seven subscribers, and all forty seven watched the last podcast a they few days you, ago. They yeah, dude, they only watched it once. I need to watch two times. That yeah. way, he's almost at a hundred. No, no doubt. Please, come on now, guys. And I do appreciate all y'all watching, man. I'm just trying we to do y'all. something new and make some friends in the comedy world. We love y'all. So I got you. Yeah. Next next Saturday we having a showcase at Cellar Dweller. Mm-hmm. Uh, then next Sunday I'll be. Oh no, uh, yeah, next Sunday I'll be not Sunday. Yeah, Sunday next. I'm sorry, on the twenty sixth. I got two shows at 26th. Ruby Red Nightclub and at Studio Thirty. Gotcha. Uh, and then that's it for. Oh, and then on the twenty eighth I'll be in OKC at Othello's. Damn! Look at you, bro. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, all right, congratulations, bro. Let's wrap it this thing up. All right, then. Appreciate you coming, man. Thank you for having me.